hello lovely people of god welcome to today's edition of the spirit life podcast uh, i'm going to speak on a topic i have entitled the power of prayer the power of prayer and i pray that as i go through this message as i speak by the influence of the holy spirit i pray that you are blessed i pray that you are you are filled with the zeal to pray you are filled with the the, the, the spirit of prayer you are filled with the spirit of intercession as i go through this message i pray that the lord himself ministers to you in the name of jesus let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for such an opportunity to share your word we invite you holy spirit to take over speak to the heart of man speak to us through this message and at the end of it all will be in, will be revived in our spirit man that whoever has stopped praying will start praying and whoever is praying will pray more in the name of jesus we pray amen now today i'm going to take my anchor scripture from the book of acts chapter 16. i'm going to read from i'm going to read from the verse 25 but i want you to understand what where i'm going to come from now most of us are very familiar with this particular story where paul was preaching the gospel and by the grace of god he has he had encountered jesus he had had the encounter with jesus so paul was no longer Saul who was persecuting the church but paul was a new man who was in christ jesus and he was preaching the gospel he was he was uh, 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 teaching the gospel he was healing the sick through the gospel and all that now when paul went to pray they, were, they, they met a certain girl a certain slave girl most of us are familiar with this particular story they, they met a certain slave girl who was possessed with the spirit of divination one of these is i'm going to speak about the spirit of divination uh, in the church uh, in this generation where a lot of so-called pastors or prophets are operating with the spirit of divination hallelujah now he said that the, 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 the girl was possessed with a spirit of divination and she was bringing the masters so much profit the people the masters there she was making them profit by the, by being able to fortune tell so you see this is the spirit that a lot of people or a lot of so-called false prophets are operating with so you go and they are able to tell you fortune telling they're able to tell you that this is your name this is what you do this is your mother's name this is that and we are so excited by the fortune telling and we think it is god because we are not operating with the holy ghost because we don't work with the spirit of god because we are not full of the spirit of god and we are depending on a man of god in order to break through in life the spirit of divination is just around us operating in fortune telling laying hands on us and because we think that it is god because it is acting like the gift of prophecy so or the the, the gift of uh, word of knowledge so you think that it is god so you also go and you let them lay hands on you now this woman was full. Uh, one of these days i'll take my time and and talk on the topic the spirit of divination we need to understand as believers that the spirit of divination is, is operating in the church and we need to be able to discern 
the the the, the gospel the christ the spirit-filled men of god from the false prophets hallelujah now as i was saying that this girl was bringing prophets to the people the, the masters by fortune telling and 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 when this girl was following paul and she cried out and she was saying that ah these men are servants of god and they will come and proclaim to us the way of salvation <laughs> so she was carrying the spirit of divination but there was a greater spirit that paul was walking with so when she was following paul paul didn't touch her paul didn't say get out paul didn't shout on her paul didn't lay hands on her this is all what paul was doing she was the one following paul and she was the one crying and saying that paul and the people he was working with are the servant of the most high and they are proclaiming salvation and, and funny enough this went on for so many days so this actually made Paul so angry and he just said the word I command you in the name of Jesus come out of her you see so <laughs> so she was she was still full of the spirit of divination but when she encountered the holy ghost in paul when she encountered the new man paul who was full of the power of god she was just saying that she was even testifying that these people are the men of god and she was just operating in fortune telling but paul got angry with the spirit and commanded the spirit to live and that instant the spirit left now this is not where i want to take you but i want you to understand where i'm trying to go all right now because of this because he made the masters lose their job and they were not making money out of the lady again they seized paul and silas and they dropped them in prison they put them in prison you see the masters took them to the authorities the magistrate the big people you see and, and one thing you have to also understand that anytime there are people that are benefiting from a certain thing there is always a big man involved hallelujah <laughs> oh jesus so they brought them to the magistrates and they made them look like they were not being lawful and they were they were they were rather they were rather the culprit you understand <laughs> so the the, the 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 masters were telling the magistrates that these people are causing trouble in that city these people are causing problem they are they are they are teaching things that are not lawful they are teaching things that 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 that, that, that is not of the romans you understand and so they lied against paul and silas for them to get the money straight to rule against them and the bible says that sorry the bible says that in the let me read it acts chapter 16 the verse 22 the bible says that then the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rod so imagine preaching the gospel of christ being full of the holy ghost and all you did was to bring the light into someone's life and all of a sudden because you brought life because you were preaching the gospel because you were going and doing the things of god 
somebody that is benefiting from that spirit just puts you in trouble just because you are making them lose their money and that at, at that instant because they said they lied against paul and silas the magistrates and the, the so-called lawyers and the judges there they made them tear tear of their clothes and commanded them to be beaten verse 23 and when they had laid many stripes on them they threw them into prison commanding the jailer to keep them securely having received such a charge he put them in the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks so i want you to have an idea where i'm coming from okay i'm going to i'm going to get there very soon follow me very carefully now paul and silas were preaching the gospel of christ someone who was full of the spirit of divination who was making money for the masters by doing fortune telling was following them and be out of annoyance against the spirit of divination they commanded it to leave and this woman was delivered but the masters didn't see it as deliverance they saw it as losing their money so they make sure that they had to lie against them now the chinks the bible says that he told them the magistrate told them to make sure that they are secure so they put them in the inner prison <laughs> is it inner prison meaning you are going to the deepest of deepest in the prison whereby if you even come out of the first lock there's another lock and they had also put chains on their feet Now this is where I want us to understand. This is where I'm coming from. Verse 25. But at midnight Paul and Silas were praying, hallelujah, and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Now, this is one thing I want you to understand. I inter- I wanted to go through all that for you to understand the trouble that Paul and Silas went through and why they ended up in prison and what they were doing when they were in prison they went through severe beatings and they were stuck in prison chains on their on their feet and they were kept in the inner prison why because they just delivered someone because they just spoke the gospel of Christ because they commanded a spirit to leave because they were doing the work of God if if we believers when we go through certain situations in life that what position do you take in the in the trials of life what do you take what position do you take in the sufferings of life when things are not going well for you when things looks as if it is impossible when things looks as if it's not going to go well for you what position do you take in life as a believer are you going to complain are you the type that every time there's a problem you are complaining to god that why me why me why me what position do you take paul and silas they took the position of prayer and thanksgiving 
they took the position of prayer and thanksgiving whilst they were in prison whilst they were in chains whilst they were in chains they were praying to god they were thanking god for being delivered already <laughs> listen this is the essence of prayer this is the power of prayer until you come to understand that until you have prayed and assumed the position of prayer your situation will not change complaining doesn't change your situation he said that they were praying and they were thanking God verse 26 suddenly <laughs> I love this. He said, Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, <laughs> and everyone's chains were loosed. <laughs> Paul and Silas were praying and thanking God. And the Bible says suddenly, at an instance, in the twinkle of an eye, <laughs> there was an earthquake, and the foundations of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened. <laughs> One prayer power of prayer I want to speak to you about is that it opens closed doors listen it opens closed doors prayer and thanksgiving when you are praying the power of prayer number one prayer one number one power of prayer i want to speak to you about it opens closed doors it opens closed doors that door that you are praying trusting god to open until you have commanded it to open until you have thanked god that it is already open until you have prayed and you are trusting god and you are still praying and you are commanding that door to open until you have prayed you will not see that door open listen that door you are expecting to open for you there is somebody who is chanting 24 7. there is somebody who has gone to see the malam somewhere there is somebody who is chanting at the witchcraft camp and doing all sorts of things there is somebody who is in a court doing all sorts of killing and sacrifices with their blood listen we have only one blood and there's the blood of jesus until you have spoken and you have declared and you have commanded and you have worked with the blood of jesus you the door will not open because listen you are in competition with a lot of people you are in a competition with a lot of spirit listen what makes you a christian what makes you different is when you are working with god when you are full of the power of god when you are praying when you have assumed the posture of prayer until you have assumed the posture of prayer that door is being guarded by adversaries there are people that are against that door open opening for you there are adversaries that are guarding that door and preventing it from being open to you so until you come to that place of prayer until you come to that place of prayer until you come to that place of prayer you will not see that door open hallelujah 
let me read the scripture for you first corinthians chapter 16 the verse 9 the bible says that for a wide door for effective work has opened to me and there are many adversaries so the door has been opened the door for you to do the effective work has been opened that visa you are waiting for, it is already opened in the spirit but there are adversaries guarding the door they are there they are demons there are adversaries there are people that are against you that are guarding the door that no matter what you do it will not open because the moment you open you are going to be better than me the moment it opens you are going to do better than me so i am guarding that door very closely so to you it is closed but it's already open in the realms of the spirit and for it to be able to open for you to see the power of god manifest you have to assume the place of prayer you have to pray because the number one power of prayer is what i'm talking about it opens closed doors that door you are trusting god that job that school fees i am a testimony of prayer so when we are talking about prayer we know what we are talking about there are times where i was in a situation where my bank account was zero where i was wondering what i will eat the next day i remember very well right after school i had lost my dad and 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 i need i was now doing i had not finished national service and i didn't know what to do i was stuck in the place of life thinking that what do i do next and i had lost my dad and at that instant too i had a job that i was doing but i had lost that job <laughs> oh jesus and i remember i was doing that job in the in the clinic at Kaswa and i was at Kulebu and they were paying me if i remember very well they were paying me around 700 800 cities a month a month and I was staying at Kolebu and I was coming, but I was desperate. I needed a way to survive. So the 800 cities, even if I can't go to every day, I was looking at lorry fare. I was looking at, at how much will come out of the job. And lorry fare will even take more than half of the money. But I was still encouraged. First four days, I was told that the first week of the, of, of, of the, my first week in the job, <laughs> I was told that can't be worked with anymore and i was told that the, the, the clinic wants to close down for a while and they will resume because they are not getting enough people at that instant an interview that i was called for that i didn't show up because i thought i had a job at kaswa miraculously i was called back again that they were giving me another chance because i when i went home I, I told God that when I got the job, I forgot who gave me the job. And I was too concerned and I was making plans of how I'll be able to save and do a lot of things with the money. And I was forgetting that there is a God that gave me that job until I lost the job. And I came back to the place of prayer. And I declared and I told God, have mercy. And I told God I need a job. I need a job. I'm not going to be part of the unemployed graduate association. No. Lo and behold, I was home when I was called. That week that I got home, that was the day I was called. To come with my 
document the next Monday by the grace of God. Miraculously, a job I didn't even qualify for. I got the job at Islecon. And the salary was more than four times, more than even five times, uh, more than four times, sorry, what I was taking. I'll say more than yeah, four times or three times, one of them. I even got to more than four times by the grace of God. So when we are talking about the power of prayer opening doors, we know what we are talking about. I just want you to be encouraged. That's why I had to share this part of the testimony. Hallelujah. Now the second power of prayer. The second power of prayer I want to speak about is that power a prayer breaks chains. Prayer breaks chains. Prayer breaks chains. Hallelujah. Prayer breaks chains. Now I want you to understand something that a lot of us become born again. A lot of us become born again and and, and, and we, 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 we wonder how things are going to be for us. Some of us in the, are in the sin of masturbation. Some of us are in the sin of pornography. Some are in the sin of fornication. Some are, in, are even going through addictions upon addictions. Some of you are being are in the chains of 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 juju. Some in the in the chains of 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 occultism. Some of you are in the chain of a lot of things. It is only prayer that can break that chain. The reason why you are not being able to break off that addiction, the reason why you are not able to break off this thing is because you have not prayed, you have not assumed the place of prayer, you have not laid hand on yourself and told God and commanded that spirit and that addiction to leave and you have not worked upon it. Listen, until you have prayed and you are working upon it physically, it goes hand in hand. Whilst you are praying, you have to work on self-control, you have to work on yourself getting better prayer doesn't automatically make you stop addictions no when you pray you have to put in effort to stop god will deliver you yes but you have to also put in the effort to stop hallelujah every chain every chain every chain anything that has tied you up anything that is causing delay in your life anything that is causing problems anything that is causing you not to progress as you pray as you pray and you'll be delivered as you pray you'll be delivered as you pray you'll be delivered that is power of prayer that is the power of prayer until you assume the place of prayer those things those chains that has kept you at one place for a long time that thing that has kept you in one place you have never progressed you have been jobless for 10 years you have been jobless for 20 you have been jo- you are part of the unemployed graduate associate listen that chain that is binding you making you look useless that chain that is binding you making you look like you are not worth it that chain that chain until you assume the place of prayer 
that chain will be broken that chain will be broken that chain will be broken beloved I just wanted to encourage somebody this day that there's power in prayer and until you pray certain things will not happen you need to assume the place of prayer stop complaining there's no way complain will bring anything to you pray and thank God pray and thank God that it has already happened and you'll be amazed at testimonies you will share you don't need to lay hands you don't need to lie down and pray for 20 hours for God to answer you you need a relationship with God talk to God he's your father talk to God he's your father he's your father talk to him talk to him lay your heart to him every day build a relationship with him not because you need something not because you want something but because he's your father and until you have heard from him may you never be satisfied in the name of Jesus let me pray for you father in the name of Jesus I pray for anybody that is trusting you that open door that father in the name of Jesus let the door be open door of employment door of, of marriage door of financial breakthrough I command it to open in the name of Jesus any adversary that is guarding the door in the mighty name of Jesus I declare that let it be broken let it be broken in the mighty name of Jesus father we thank you we thank you that you have done it we thank you that the chains are broken we thank you that the chains are broken in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. God bless you so much for listening to today's episode of the Spirit Life Podcast. The episode is going to be released every Sunday at 4 p.m. God bless you. Bye-bye.